My name is Dulce Valencia and welcome to Telenovelas con Dulce, a podcast where every week I invite special guests to break down the telenovelas we love. From the music to the cast to the unforgettable plot twist, every slap, every imbecile, every secret twin. I have got you covered. Bienvenidos and welcome to another episode of Telenovelas con Dulce. My name is Dulce Valencia. I am your host. And welcome to our weekly podcast about telenovelas. Hello, everyone. How are you all feeling? It's almost Christmas for those of you who celebrate. We are full into our holiday season and I haven't even acknowledged it yet. But I hope wherever you're listening from, you're having a wonderful and safe holiday time with your loved ones. Today I am recording from my new apartment in Los Angeles. I successfully moved it was great. Shout out to Aranza and Kevin and Kim, whom you all know from the podcast. They drove down to LA with me and helped me unpack and everything. So shout out to them. Love them a lot. Miss them a lot. But I'm also very excited to be in Los Angeles. And the weather here, by the way, is so great, um, except we've been having a few cloudy days and it looks like we're going to have some rain. But other than that, I I truly am so excited to be living here. And yeah, and can't wait to see what's in store. But I know y'all didn't come here to listen to me talk about Los Angeles. So we're going to get started on our recap of Lo Que La Vida Me Robo. For this episode, we're going to recap episodes 10 through 15 of Lo Que La Vida Me Robo. And I'm just going to start off by saying I love Jose Luis Alvarez. I love him. I don't care. I was team Alejandro for so long and I guess I just really needed to rewatch it and realize that this is a tragedy for poor Jose Luis. But before I can explain why I'm super team Jose Luis, let's catch up on where we left off. So we left off with Monse and Alejandro in a relationship. Monse is still very much hurt by Jose Luis's betrayal because she believes that he just used her for her money and then ran off and left her. So she's she's hurt. And <laughs> and poor Alejandro just thinking that Monse is in love with him because he's being manipulated by Graciela, Monse's mom. It's just a mess. These two people are just not good for each other in this moment, and Monse can barely hide her her dislike of him. And the last episode we talked about ended with Alejandro talking to Monse and being like, I know you don't love me yet, but I believe that you can someday learn to love me. And we kick off right there. And so while Monse and Alejandro are having this talk or whatever, Jose Luis and his bestie Refugio, by the way, I think I called Refugio Alejandro's besties, but that was wrong. Refugio is Jose Luis's bestie and they are on the run together and Refugio has been injured, he has a bullet wound and they're just hiding it out. So what this means is that he's not going to be able to go to Monse and tell her the truth anytime soon. And so we quickly jump to a month later and Monse and Alejandro have been dating for a month. Things are okay between them. It seems like Monse 
she doesn't hate him because at first she really like hated him and she was like ese tipo like no me cae bien like that guy i don't like him like there's something about him that rubs me the wrong way she really wasn't fucking with him and now a month has passed and she's kind of more okay with him still nowhere near loving him but she's kind of like he's not a horrible human being and maybe everyone's right and maybe with the right time and you know the right moment i'll come to love him so things are okay between them refugio and jose luis are still in hiding but they're planning on making their way to aguasul at any moment because jose luis is determined that he needs to see monse and he needs to basically escape with her but refugio is like no you need to chill and jose luis isn't listening to him so they're gonna make their way to aguasul very soon but before they do Alejandro decides that the time is now and he has to propose to Monse. So our man wastes no time and he pulls out a ring and is like, I know we've only been dating for a few weeks, a month, but I'm in love with you. Like, this is everything I feel when you walk into the room and it's very sweet. It's very lovely, but Monse does not love him. And so she's like, can I have the rest of the day to think it through? And Alejandro is like, sure. But he's very much determined that if Monse doesn't accept him, that's it. Like, he's not gonna beg, he's not gonna continue this relationship and this deal with Graciela. So, once he proposes to her and gives her the time to think, he goes to see her dad. And at this point, a reminder that Alejandro owns basically this family because they are so in debt to him and he has the deed of their house. So he goes to him and he's like, I want to return this to you. And he returns the deed of the house and he's like, y'all still owe me, but I'm going to trust you and I trust your family enough and you enough specifically because Alejandro gets along really well with Monse's dad, Lauro. And he's like, I believe in you and your honor. And, you know, I'm just going to return this to you. And Monse's dad, Lauro, is like, I hope you're not just doing this because of your relationship with my daughter. You know, she, 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 it, this isn't something for interest. Like, we're not, we know, we, we know we owe you a bunch of money, but we genuinely like you and our daughter likes you. And poor Lauro genuinely believes that his daughter, you know, is interested in him. He knows that Montserrat isn't in love with him because he knows his daughter, but he's like, I like Alejandro and he's a swell guy, but he doesn't know the shady dealings that freaking Graciela and Damas Dimitrio are, are in with him. And also Alejandro, he's being a little bit shady too and even entering this, but I think him returning the deed of the house is him trying to trying to set the record straight and trying to redeem himself for his impulse in trying to trying to buy Montserrat essentially so he returns the deed of the house and later that day Monse sees him and she's like oh did you come to get your answer and he's like no no, no don't worry you still have until the end of the day and Monse is like I don't need the end of the day I have decided I'm gonna accept to be your wife And Alejandro is overjoyed. He's like, you have just made me the happiest man in this world. He's so excited. He's like, you can come live with me in my hacienda. He's like a little kid in Christmas. He's so happy. And Monse is just like, mm -hmm, thumbs up. It's so bad to see because Monse goes to her mom and is like, 
your wish has come true. I'm going to marry him. Happy now? And her mom is like, wow, I'm so happy. And she does this fake-ass toast where she's like, oh my god, Monse and Alejandro are two of the kindest people I've ever known. And I genuinely hope that their life is filled with blessings. She's just a horrible hypocrite. So the wedding is set and, well, actually, no, the wedding is not set. The engagement is set. And then Alejandro is like, I want to have a quick engagement. I know we just met, but like, let's set the date. And Monse is like, how about a month? And Alejandro's like, that's perfect. Don't you think it's a little rushed though? And Monse just wants to get it over with. She's so pissed at Graciela. She just hates the situation she's in. And as she tells her tia Carlota later on, a mal paso darle prisa, which translates to to a oh my god i'm gonna expose myself again as not knowing how to translate things properly but a mal paso darle prisa is a saying that basically says to the bad road let's go fast oh my god that was horrible actually no let me let me, let me google this real fast because the amount of times i messed up translations on this podcast you would think i am not a native english or spanish speaker but let's see Oh, okay, so according to Google, it basically translates to let's just get it over with. That's saying it's not a direct translation, but that's kind of the gist. So Monse is just like, let's get it over with. So they do, and, you know, <laughs> and when they set the wedding date, that is a date that Jose Luis returns to Aguasul. It's low-key, okay, le let, me, let me back up a little bit. So Jose Luis and Refugio are on the run. In Aguasul, everyone's like, oh my god, these are dangerous criminals. Public, be warned of them. But they're literally like the worst criminals because they're supposed to be, you know, in hiding and in secret. And anytime there's a shot of them like getting on the bus, arriving to Aguasul, sneaking around the city, every single time I'm like, if I was a spy, or if I was just a regular human being and I saw these two men, I would immediately know that they're, there's something wrong, that they're, you know, having suspicious behavior because they're so obvious. And I don't know if this is just the actors or if this was like a directorial choice where they were like, let's just make it really obvious that you two are hiding something or are on the run. But it's just really awkward for me personally and took me out a little bit of the story. But anyway, they arrive. They don't have a place to go, so they're constantly on the move. And then Jose Luis asks Refugio to go to Monse's house and try to talk to her. So Refugio does because he's a real one. And it's the night of the engagement dinner between Monse and Alejandro. So when he goes, he sees Montserrat kissing Alejandro. So he returns to Dimitrio, or sorry, oh, Dimitrio. So he returns to Jose Luis and is like, your girl is with another man. And Jose Luis is like, no, 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 that can't be. That's not true. I don't believe you. And Refugio is just like, man, you got to get over her. We're on the run. Like, she's over you. Clearly, she was kissing another man. Like, we have to go. But Jose Luis isn't having it. And he's like, no, I have to talk to her. So they, again, are in hiding. And they're just running around the streets of Aguasul. And Refugio just keeps telling Jose Luis, 
I have a guy who's going to get us across the border and can get us into the United States. We have to go. We're going to always be on the run if we stay in Aguasul and everyone's just going to continue to believe that we're criminals. So he's just trying to leave, but Jose Luis is in love and he's not going anywhere without Monse. So they're just on the streets when... Esmeralda, I I think I did talk about her. Esmeralda is a stripper that went to Monse and told her that Jose Luis basically was in a relationship with her and was supposed to marry her and then abandon her. She did this because Graciela and Damas Dimitrio paid her to do this. And she's walking home. And something I didn't mention was that Refugio, Jose Luis's bestie, would always go to the strip club and watch her dance and he was very much into her but he would just always silently watch so he's into her and so Esmeralda is making her way home when these men start attacking her and being like where are you going just harassing her and that's when Jose Luis and Refugio jump in and defend her and Esmeralda is super grateful and she's like thank you so much like no one has ever defended me like this please like what can I do for you guys and they're just like oh don't mention it and Jose Luis immediately lies and gives her fake names and is like we're brothers or whatever and Esmeralda is like can you walk me home so they walk her home and when they get there, Esmeralda's like, let me get you coffee. So she goes in and Jose Luis is just like, man, we got to go. We got to go. Like, you know, we're in danger if we stay here. But again, Refugio Khan has a thing for Esmeralda. So he's like, no, 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 let's stay. Let's stay. And Esmeralda very early on is like, I know there's something up with you guys. Like, like you're not, you're not fooling me. And she's like, but don't worry. I know that you're lying to me. I know that you two are not brothers because you do not look alike at all. But it's okay. I'm going to roll with it because I know what bad men look like and it's definitely not you two. And again, Jose Luis is just trying to leave. But Refugio, because of defending Esmeralda, his bullet wound reopens and he's bleeding again. And Esmeralda is like, I'm not going to let you go anywhere while you're wounded. So she goes to get like medicine, medical supplies, and she starts to clean the wound. And then immediately is like, mm, this isn't a regular wound. This is a bullet wound. And they're just like, oh, damn, she knows. But again, she a real one. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to respect that y'all are into some stuff, but I'm going to trust you. And also you can stay in my place as long as you need, which is obviously such a huge relief to Refugio, who is totally into her. But Jose Luis is a little more distrustful, but still they have nowhere else to go. And Esmeralda has proven herself as being someone they can trust. So they stay. Meanwhile, at the Mendoza household, Damas Dimitrio continues to be the worst character and he gets into a really big fight with Lauro over his irresponsibilities because this entire time Dimitrio is supposed to be working because his dad got him a job and was like, you need to stop mooching off of me and you need to get a job and work. I got you a job. Just go. And Dimitrio doesn't do it because he's like... <laughs> He actually has a conversation with his best friend where he's like, I just was not born to work, which I respect. I would respect that decision if he wasn't such a dumbass and at least took responsibility for his actions. But no, he's just like, I'm not meant for working and I'm just going to live off of someone. And so when his dad finds out that he didn't go to work, he gets really pissed at him and he's like, this is the last straw. You need to leave my house. And Dimitrio, y'all, 
Dimitrio becomes this monster and starts screaming at him because I think at one point his dad does slap him and Dimitrio is like, you did not just hit me. And he yells at him. He calls him by his first name, which in a Mexican household, like I know some American people do that sometimes, but in a Mexican household, that is the ultimate sign of disrespect. And Dimitrio is yelling at him from the top of his lungs and is like, Pégame otra vez, pégame, like hit me one more time, hit me. It gets so intense, like I felt uncomfortable watching this. Shout out to Dimitrio's actor for like being, oh my god, like his portrayal of this dumbass character and just horrible son was so spot on. But the situation gets so intense that Lauro goes into cardiac arrest and he has a heart attack. So he immediately has to be flown out to El DF, aka Mexico's capital, and that is where he's going to be spending the next few weeks while he recuperates. So we time jump another month because that is how long they have to stay over there to make sure that Lauro is good. So by the time that they return to Aguazul, it's Montserrat's wedding day. Meanwhile, Jose Luis and Refugio have been constantly going to her house trying to see if they're back, but they're not back. And so... So poor Jose Luis is starting to realize that he's running out of time. Mind you, he does not know about the engagement. He does not know that Montserrat is about to get married. So when Montserrat returns, all she cares about is her dad and her dad being better and just keeping everything low stress. Again, I feel so bad for Alejandro because he's just like an excited little kid and he's like, oh my god, where are we going to go for our honeymoon? Do you like this? We're going to go all over Europe. We're going to go to Italy. We're going to go to Madrid and all these things. And Monza at one point is like, why are you so excited? You act like you've never traveled. And I didn't like her in this instance because I'm just like, girl, stop being so stuck up. And poor Alejandro has to be like, actually, I haven't. This is Aguazul is the furthest I've ever gone from my hacienda and once it's just like how can that be and he's just like my dad was a horrible man that's all he says because i think up until this point actually Monse doesn't even know that alejandro's a bastard so that happens and so it's the night before the wedding last minute preparations are happening Jose Luis is trying to get a hold of Montserrat, but is unsuccessful. So he resorts to Montserrat's bestie, Nadia. By the way, have I mentioned, I love that in this telenovela, every character has a best friend who is a ride or die and does everything for them and with them. I love this. Every single character has one. And for Monse, it's Nadia. So Jose Luis goes to her house, but Nadia refuses to see him because, again, everyone in Aguazul just thinks that he's a horrible villain. But he leaves her a note, and Nadia does read it, and all she says is, Jose Luis is crazy. And we go to Montserrat's household where Monse is arguing with her mom again. And she's just like, why does he have to pay for everything, this and that? And Graciela slips up and is like, that was part of the deal. And Monse is like, what deal are you talking about? And Graciela plays a victim and she's like, he offered to take care of all of our problems if, I, if you married him and everything. So she kind of bends the truth and is just like... Because, again, Alejandro was like, I will help you if you give me the opportunity to date her. So it wasn't full on, like, let me buy myself a bride. 
but it was shady. But Graciela stretches the truth and is like, he offered outright to buy you. And I said, yes, because, you know, he forced me and we were in a very difficult situation where our family would not get better had he not come along. And she's like, I just had to do it. And Monse is just like, you sold me. You sold me to the highest bidder. She's pissed. She yells. She's just so upset. Graciela is just like, stop being so fucking dramatic and get over it. You know, it's it's your duty as your daughter and you really want to cause your dad another heart attack. And again, Graciela keeps putting her dad over her because it's the only reason Montserrat has gone through with this. But this information just completely destroys Alejandro as a person in Montserrat's eyes. After this, there's no hope that she's ever going to love him and she's just like, I was over here feeling horrible about the situation, thinking I'm a horrible person for for feigning interest in him, but he bought me, so he bought me, he's going to suffer, and she's pissed, and when Alejandro comes and tries to kiss her, Montserrat just completely runs away, and it's, it's, a, bad, it's a bad situation. So the day of the wedding comes, Montserrat cannot hide how how horrified or just how how much she does not want to marry this man but she's like he bought me so i'm gonna make sure that he suffers for as long as we're married and she is walked down the aisle by her dad who notices that there's something wrong with her and is just like do you not love him but monse just feigns that she does so she's walked down the aisle at this point alejandro does not know that monse knows and he's just ecstatic and he's smiling, the biggest smile, all while Montserrat's eyes are red with tears and she's just so pissed. And so it comes time for the wedding vows and we hear Alejandro give his vows and with every line, Montserrat in her head also says her vows, but her vows are like, I promise to not respect you. I promise to make your life a living hell. I promise to show you how wrong you were to buy me. And she's just, again, she's pissed. So they get married. A thing I found super interesting was that they didn't show them kissing, which in every telenovela, when there's a wedding, there's a big dramatic kiss, but I really like that they don't show this because it's the telenovela basically being like, this is not the telenovela wedding you expect. This is an unhappy occasion, so we don't get to see the happy kiss. So at the wedding reception, Montserrat is just, she keeps ignoring her mom and she's just, you know, talking with people and Nadia comes to her and is like, Monse, I have to talk to you. And they go into Monse's room and Nadia is like, I debated not showing you this letter, but I decided that you had to see it. So she gives Montserrat Jose Luis's letter and Montserrat is just like, what? Because again, Jose Luis is supposed to be the scumbag who just ran off and was determined to never see her again. So she's like, when did he give you this letter? And she's like, last night. And in the letter, it's revealed that Jose Luis asked Monse to meet him at their spot in the ocean. And Montserrat decides to go. So she leaves her wedding in her wedding dress, shows up to their spot, and Jose Luis is standing there. And Monse is standing there in her wedding dress. She goes up to him. She dramatically, like, 
puffs up her dress and is like, I just got married. And Jose Luis sinks to his knees. And it's just like, how could you do this? How could you do this to our love? And Montserrat is like, how could you abandon me? How could you do this? How could you betray me? All you wanted was my money. And Jose Luis is just crying and being like, Monse, look at me. I would never do that. I was framed. I was put in jail. I was sent to be killed off. Everything was orchestrated by your family. And Montserrat realizes that everything has been a lie. And remember, there was a moment where she saw Esmeralda, the stripper, with Alejandro. So she erroneously believes that Alejandro also had something to do with this. And she is upset and Jose Luis is crying. Montserrat is crying. And they're, and then finally, when they do embrace, it's just so heartbreaking because Jose Luis's actor just did such a wonderful job at selling his heartbreak and his hurt. And so did Angelique Boyer, by the way. Like, I just love their performance. It's so dramatic. It's so heartbreaking. And they embrace. And then we see that Victor, Alejandro's bestie, has been recording the entire time. So he has evidence of Montserrat kissing Jose Luis. So while Jose Luis and Montserrat are talking, Victor makes his way back to the wedding and he's intent on showing Alejandro this evidence. And Jose Luis and Montserrat are talking. Jose Luis is like, we, we can do this right. Like, run off with me. Run away with me. Like, there's someone who can get us across the border. Just do it. And I really believe that Monse was going to be like, no, like I have a duty now that I'm married. But I'm so glad that she wasn't. And she's like, give me an hour. I'll meet you at the town center. So she goes back to her wedding determined to run away with Jose Luis. So she makes her way back to the wedding. She gives her dad this really long hug and is like, never forget how much I love you. And her... <laughs> And Graciela tries to hug her, but Montserrat just ignores her. And she grabs Nadia and they go upstairs and Montserrat is determined to pack her things and run away. But at that moment, Victor goes to Alejandro and shows him the video footage. And so Alejandro is pissed. Any sign of love he had for Monse, any sign of happiness for this day disappears. He is upset. He's pissed. He's angry. He goes to Montserrat and is like, is this true? And Montserrat doesn't hide it. She's like, yes, I love him. He's the one I love. And to everything she confesses, she also says, but you bought me. It's what you deserve. And she's just yelling at him. Alejandro is angry. He's like, you know what? We're leaving right now. I don't care. We're going to go to my home, spend our night there, and then you're going to come with me to my hacienda. And so Monse is upset. She tries to run away. She's unable to. She's locked in her room, has to pack her bag, and she has to go downstairs where her mom is like, everyone is waiting for you. And so Monse, dressed in a black dress, which probably matches how she feels on the inside, says goodbye to her family. And I love this scene because there's this scene where Graciela is crying and being like, oh, my love, I'm so happy. Like, I'm so sad to be parting ways with you, but I'm so happy for your marriage. And Monse hugs her. And in her ear, she whispers, I will make sure that you never receive a cent more from this arrangement of yours. And Graciela is pissed, but she can't show it. And so Montserrat leaves her home and goes with Alejandro 
and the very next day she arrives to her hacienda. So Montserrat is taken by Alejandro and forced to go to his hacienda, all while Jose Luis is heartbroken because he knows that the reason she didn't make it to their rendezvous was because her family found out. So he knows that Monse can't come to him, but he has no way of finding her. And that is where we're going to end for today. Y'all, again, y'all, I feel so badly for Jose Luis. I think it's a testament for his actor, Luis Roberto Guzman, who just sells the heartbreak and the pain of Jose Luis. And I feel so badly for him. Also, there's, there's a scene I forgot to mention, but he goes looking for Monse at her home. And Dimitrio is like, accept it, man. You lost. You're el perdedor which just again connects to the theme song and why I really think, at least watching the first part of this telenovela, that Jose Luis is our true protagonist of this story. But that's where we're going to end for today. I hope y'all enjoy this episode. Y'all, rewatching this telenovela is so fun. It's so dramatic and also very heartbreaking. There have been so many moments where I've either almost cried or very much teared up. So this telenovela... It's, oof, it's so good. So thank you all so much for listening to this telenovela. I will see you all again next week. And in the meantime, don't forget to leave me a review. Spotify is now also doing reviews. So leave me a review there and on Apple Podcasts. And I will see you all again next week. Thank you all so much for listening. Bye!